You're listening to a podcast of Red Sea Church, a community of faith in Portland, Oregon, where our mission is to draw to Christ, develop in community, and deploy into culture. should be in our heart and directed to God, worship to him all the time. Pray uh, without ceasing. Um, and that is get talk to God all the time, not just at times of prayer, all the time. But then the, the third one is what I want to highlight. Give thanks in all circumstances. And all three of these, not just the giving thanks, but all three of these are God's will for us. Sometimes people say, I, I want to know God's will for my life or our life. Uh, well, here's one of those many passages to say, here is God's will. Okay, straightforward. So giving thanks, or we want to rephrase it as celebrating in all aspects of our life is God's will for us in Christ Jesus. And if you look up at, the, uh, at our pathways diagram, yes, we're going to show it up there, is uh, part of our pathways is the, the gospel and our identities, but ours, our identity as family is to both peacemaking, sharing, and celebrating. Celebrating is we together as the family of God celebrate what God's doing in and through our lives. Now, worship, you notice in the red section, there's worship up there. And, and sometimes we confuse, as Christians, worship and celebrating. Worship, in a, in a very, very simple definition, is, is worship is expressing to God our acknowledgement of his greatness and glory. It's directed to God. When we worship, whether in our life or in act of worship here, we're talking and singing to God. Celebrating is a little bit different. It does involve God, but what celebrating is, is talking to each other. It's interacting with each other. It's acknowledging to ourselves and hearing other people's stories of what God is doing, his greatness, his goodness, his kindness, his generosity, but it's more horizontal. We celebrate together. It's kind of hard to celebrate by yourself. You can, but I think God's intention is we celebrate together as a family and is acknowledging God's work in our life. It is it is expressing joy and thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a great way. It's gratitude. It's acknowledging the benefits. When we give thanks to somebody, right, we do it because we usually because we've received some kind of benefit, whether directly or indirectly. Thus we say thank you. And that is, and we can celebrate those kind of things. And that's what we're doing. And the Bible has a lot to say about celebrating. We're not going to unpack it all here today because we want a chance for you to celebrate. But throughout the scriptures, there's a lot of commands to rejoice in the Lord, but also together. And if we trace through the Old Testament, a lot of the feasts and festivals, God orchestrated on regular dates. You guys are to stop what you're doing, get together, and have a big party. And some of them lasted days, some of them lasted weeks. But the idea was they would learn to eat, drink, and be merry because of God's generosity to them. And he had to work that into their calendar so that they wouldn't forget. And so that's what we want to do. And we want to recognize, celebrating is a way that we recognize that God is here among us, active in our lives every day. I just want to just highlight the, it said in there in Thessalonians that this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So our celebrating isn't just, hey, things are going well. 
our, our celebration is we're aware that God is doing something in our life. That's in Christ. It's because of the gospel. And we talk a lot about the gospel here at Red Sea, and we should. And we often, not always, often use the four gospel questions. Who is God? What has he done? Who are we? What are we to do? And so we could talk about, and we do, who is God? And he is majestic in holiness, awesome in glory, a worker of wonders. He's the creator and sustainer of everything. Uh, he is he's the God who initiates and demonstrates his redemptive love to a fallen world, including us. He's a God who names all the stars in the universe, but also can tell us the exact number of hairs on our head. Because he's that big and he's that close to who we are. That's the God we worship. And what has he done? He has created us in his image, his own image. He has sent his son to die for our sins. He has made us alive with Christ. He has forgiven us our sins, and not only forgiven us, but given us his in Christ's righteousness. He has freed us from the bondage of sin and Satan. So who are we? Who are we? We are family adopted and children of God, co-heirs with Christ. We're able now to call God Father because of what he's done for us. Uh, We are presently and eternally accepted, secure, and significant. That's who we are. That's our identity in Christ. So what are we to do then? What, in light of those, who is God? What has he done? Who are we? And those are, it's a very, very quick summary, obviously. One of the things God has called us to do in the Thessalonian passage and others is to celebrate, to give thanks, is, to, is we are to rejoice and acknowledge his work in our lives and, and celebrating in that way. Let's just take for a minute, let's just, I want a little, little warm up here for our sharing, a little group interaction, and so I want you to shout out loud so people can hear, what is, why do you think it's in reason, in light, other than in light of the gospel, but why is it important that we become a people, as followers of Christ, who are really good at celebrating? What, what are the benefits? What are the, why are the reasons that we should celebrate, both as individuals, as families, and as a church? Let's just share some of those. It's a public acknowledgement of God's goodness. Yeah, celebrating and being positive in that way has, has physical, emotional, psychological benefits. We feel better. We are healthier because of that. Those things, good. Yeah, in, it's exactly, in the hustle and bustle of life, the whirlwind of life, the urgency of life, it's good to slow down and just remember God's generosity and kindness and good to us. If we don't, the tendency is to keep going and forget until we have a crisis, and then we're wondering, where have you been, God? And he's been there the whole time. What are some other reasons? A couple more. Absolutely. It's a testimony to the world. I mean, if you really have something of great value, wouldn't you be excited? We should be excited, right? And and if we're not celebratory, we're not excited, we're not expressing that joy and excitement, then, and we're just sourpusses all the time, um, then that's, it might not be true that you don't have something of value, but we need to learn to share those things. Absolutely. The world, people pay attention. A couple other ones?
Absolutely. It's, it, it, they're tied together. We do it. And if we put our thing back up here, you notice that the, um, in the pathway, the step next to um, celebrating is hospitality. The next thing is when we celebrate and we're really good at celebrating, the next step is to invite other people into that, and that's an act of hospitality. That's great. I, 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 Monica and I were just talking about this this week, and we're just thinking through it. So I'm just going to run through some real quick. Some of the things you guys said. I'm not going to repeat those because they're on here, and some of them are. Uh, I think the biggest thing for me, it counteracts, it's, it's been already alluded to, it counteracts our tendency to drift away from God, either to selfishness and self-sufficiency or to discouragement and defeat. We tend to drift one way or the other. It depends on who we are. But celebrating brings us back in line. Um, we become more attentive to God in our life. It builds our faith. It builds our hope. It encourages other people. As we celebrate God's answer to prayer in our life, and they overhear that, they go, hey, hey, wait, that, he can answer my prayers. He will do that. We encourage those. Um, it builds our faith. Uh, and it keeps us from, Monica was pointing out, this keeps us from, it's already alluded to, isolating ourselves. We tend to sort of drift away. But if we're part of celebrating, we need to do that with some other people. And if we're really going to celebrate well, the more the merrier and those kind of things. And it also, I think one of the things for me is it helps me to remember that my, the story of my life is a part of the great story of God. So when I celebrate what he's doing in my life, I remember I'm walking and he's, he's not just a part of my life, but I'm a part of his story. Okay? Those are, those are just a few reasons why we should be really, really good at celebrating. And so we're going to practice right now. Okay? Don't feel any pressure. Okay? Okay. So what we're going to do is we want to have the open mic and we want a, ch- a, ch- a chance for you guys to come up and to celebrate. And if you're like, okay, I'm not exactly sure what to say, we have some two questions that you can think about. We can say, where do you see God working in your life? There is an acknowledgement of God in this at some point. To be gospel-centered, there's an acknowledgement that God's there someplace. Or what can I give, be thankful for? Thank, I want to thank the Lord for this. I want to, I want to give thanks to this. I want to, I, this is where I see him working in my life or in the life of somebody else in my family or whatever. So there could be an answer to prayer. It could be just just things that the Holy Spirit's impressed upon you or through his word. It could be any number of things. Those questions are just prompts to help you. You may have something else. So what we're going to do now is I'm going to slide over here. The mic's going to be here. We're going to ask that you come up. Yes, there's a little risk here, okay? This is part of celebrating. You don't just dance in your closet. You're going to come up. You don't have to dance, by the way. No dance. Okay. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Some of you will feel free to dance if that's the way you celebrate. Apparently. Okay. Now I've planted seeds, so we'll see what happens. Um, Excuse me. So what we're going to ask you to do is come up here. I'm going to ask you to speak into the mic so we can hear you. A, I want you to uh, speak clearly and slowly and try to be concise. Um, We would like as many as possible to share within a half hour. So if everybody takes just a couple minutes, we can run through a dozen or so people. We want to do that, not to put pressure on you. Say what you need to say to celebrate, but just be conscientious that we want a lot of people to celebrate in the same things. And if, if you see me, if you look over here and I clear my throat, okay, that's the 10-second warning, okay? And if I go like this, it's time to wrap it up. Okay, uh, because if you've gone 15, 20 minutes and you're the only one who shared, it's time for other, somebody else to share. Okay, not to be rude, but just to, to do that. So here we go. And then what we're going to do after some share, I'm going to come up, we're going to pray, and we're going to sing and respond in worship. Okay?
We could have taken 20 minutes of just staring at a mic, but I thought uh, I'd break the ice. Uh, where do I see God working in my life? Uh, I'll just, and it's a good thing, but it's a hard thing. I have aging parents. I have parents who aren't the people I wa- that they were just a few years ago. My mom passed away in September. And where God is working in my life is when we were worshiping a few minutes ago and we were singing about the faithfulness of God, so was my mom. So was my mom. So was Joanne's dad. So was Martin Luther. So was the Apostle Paul. Our worship... I just wanted to share a little bit. When we think about how good God is in our lives, our worship, when we worship again in a few minutes, it's joining with the people who are in heaven, the saints who have gone before, the angels, because God is everywhere at the same time. So I just want to plant that seed, that when we share in a few minutes and we worship in a few minutes, I want you just to imagine and visualize your voices just permeating to the throne of God because God is at work, and he is faithful, and his love endures forever. But um, it is hard, and that's what I want to give thanks for because it's not something I do alone. It's not something that Joanne does alone. It's something where we get to see God has gone before us, He's orchestrated some things, and I'm just going to use one little example about how he did that. And I shared it last night with the home community leaders, but I'll share it again. We were praying in home community for Joanne's mom. Sorry, hon. And we prayed specifically because it was obvious it was time. She lives in a manner that is self that, that takes care of you throughout various stages as you age. And she was living on her own, and it became a little apparent in January that um, she probably needed to move into assisted living because there were meals she was skipping and a few other things. And and so we prayed, okay, God, on this day we're going to have a family meeting and we're going to discuss what to do with mom. And we just want your wisdom. We want your guidance. And God answered that prayer, not like what we had hoped, but better. Because on that day, Joanne's mom fell. She was confused. She was walking over to George Fox College. She fell in the middle of the street. And God said, I'm going to answer the prayer because you need to know. She didn't break a thing. Not a thing. But God used it to say, you have to skip the assisted living stage. And you need to take her into a place where she's safe. And I thank God that he allowed that to happen that way. Yeah, it was traumatic. It was hard. It is hard to see a a parent who was just sharp just months ago not be so sharp. And it's not easy for my dad to see my dad go through Parkinson's and know the effects of that. But I can stand here today and say I am confident and certain that God is going before us. 
He will be there. He will be all that we need. And his answers to prayer will far exceed what we dare ask him to do right now. And that's what I want to praise God for today. You're a little taller than me, I think. Um, my son told me to come up, so I've got to come up with something. <clears throat> um, so I'm, I'm really thankful for this, for this church and this community, but also along with, with that, that God has prepared our family, my wife and I, um, for this community. Because I think, you know, 10 years ago, we probably would have visited this church and, and moved on. Uh, but God has done things progressively in our life in our lives to, to make us ready and prepared and, and then and embrace the community and the involvement in one another's lives that we have here at this church. Um, primarily, I mean, I can, go, I can go all the way back, you know, maybe 15 years if I needed to, but um, primarily having a, a church, I guess, that where the, the kind of community that we have here was, was uh, started and really the understanding uh, of brokenness was something that we came to a realization of and needing to be broken with one another and, and open and honest. Uh, and then God taking us, once we became comfortable with that, into a church where that was a, a polar opposite of what was going on. Everybody was fake. Everyone uh, was okay at church. Nobody opened up. Nobody had you over for, for lunch or dinner. And, and nobody talked about anything other than how the donut was after church. Um, so, and, and then to come up here, I mean, and that, that last church, we probably had one one close family of believers that, that we were able to, to have that fellowship with, with. So God didn't leave us out on an island. He, he gave us somebody to, to have that relationship with. But then to come here, and I was up here, I think, two, two and a half months uh, before my wife and the kids were able to come. Uh, but for them to come up and already have a church family, and, and you guys already knew who she was and um, been praying for her and the kids, and, uh, and just to embrace that. I'm very thankful that God has made this community and it's it's down the same roads and it was just like you know our roads just merged together um and so I'm thankful I guess for the sovereignty of God in our lives to 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 do that in our hearts and to prepare this this church here and then um a whole nother story of how I got to Portland but um it, it's obvious that God is sovereign he's in control uh has and is working in our lives to make us more like him uh, and to be the body of Christ, and I am I'm gratefully thankful for that. So yeah, I uh, I don't know what you know. What isn't God, you know, working on in my life right now? <laughs> I know I'm being sanctified, and, um, you know, we are, um, 
same as Raj, we just kind of just fell right here in St. John's for some reason, and uh, in this community, and, and, and it's been amazing. And, um, you know, our marriage, we're praying together all the time, and we have a baby coming in July. So, which is just crazy, because we tried forever. And, you know, my career, I, I can't explain my career. It doesn't make any sense at all, other than God just did something there and is continuing to do things there. And, um, you know, it's just, uh, you know, we're, we're dealing with stuff, too. You know, my dad's sick, and, um, and uh, you know, my, my stress levels have been relatively high for a while. But um, I can see all of that stuff working itself out with his, with his hand on it. And, um, and Mandy can too now, and that's just fantastic. So, um, yeah, I, 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 you know, I didn't ask for it. I didn't deserve it. He died for me. I belong to him. And uh, that's a pretty good deal. <laughs> so, hallelujah. Hey, I got back one here from the uh, sound booth. It's not because I'm lazy. I'm just real busy back here. Uh, but uh, a lot, much like a lot of you, um, we kind of landed at this church um, just by circumstance and all those things that you can kind of fill in the blanks in retrospect, you know? You go, well, I guess that was Providence that brought me here. Um, but I'm just really grateful for this church. I'm really grateful for the people, um, people in it, and for those same reasons that have been mentioned, you know. Um, you don't always know what God's plan is, but it seems like the older you get and the more you trust in him, the more um, you, you see evidence of God's providence in your life, and it takes you just kind of looking back to see those points of, of you, but then once you do look back, you can kind of go like, okay, so if he was there in the past, he must be here now, and he must be there to take care of me in the future, um, and he has a plan. Um, I'm really grateful for that perspective, and I think that's one that's definitely come from God. Um, and most recently, my wife was told that she was going to be losing her job in a couple of weeks, and um, so that, you know, she got really anxious about that, and... Um, you know, like we all would, we knew we were going to be losing our job. And she applied for a number of, of other jobs, and um, and within the week she had, you know, two job offers, three job interviews, and still more to come. So now she's in a place where she's trying to decide which job do I want to take. And, and uh, so anyway, it's just, it's those kinds of things that sometimes you don't notice in the aggregate when they're just adding up in your daily life, but I'm really grateful for God taking care of me in my life. Good morning. Um, how do I see God working in my life? Well, we see God working right now up in Vancouver as we have launched a new Vancouver group um, in the last month. 
And it really is totally uh, God-driven situation. Um, I'd been, I'd felt for a while before this even happened that God was was prepping my heart to take on something. I didn't know what it was, but I I just felt okay, God, whatever you're asking me to do, I'm I'm ready. And soon after that, Josh and Royce approached me just to ask if I might be willing to um, lead with my wife the the new Vancouver. Um, home community. And so I knew when that time came, I was ready. It wasn't really a a surprise. He he had been working in my heart, and um, I was confident that he was at work. Um, Even though, you know, all those other feelings of nervousness come in, you just say, no, this this is you working, and I need to trust it. And um, through that, we've launched, and it's just been a blessing to see how he's worked in that. He brought up, uh, brought over Johnny and Clarence, um, and has brought up Raj family from California, um, and John has come with us, and just this interesting collection of people that I don't think otherwise would meet um, if it wasn't for God and what He is working on all of our hearts. Um, and so I just sit back as you know, in the last five weeks as we're meeting, and think, man, this this is God working. I mean, these five, these four different. Groups of people with different backgrounds came from different areas, um, but he has brought us together, and I think that's the picture of Christ. He brings everybody together under one banner, um, which is him. So I'm just very, very, very thankful to go into this. What do you give thanks for? I'm, I'm thankful for wh- how he's working in this group, and I um, continually give it over to him, as will the rest of us. Um, but just a blessing to know he is at work, and, and, you know, and to see it in all of your lives as well. As I get to know a lot of you, um, he is at work, and we can be confident in that and, and just rest knowing um, that we are children of God. So I haven't had nerve pain in four and a half months. <laughs> and um, I really am thankful God let me have nerve pain. And a year and a half of um, pain, I didn't understand why it happened, and kidney stones, and birthing a beautiful baby, but um, it all accumulated after years, like a year of just hard pain, and God asking me over and over, do you still trust me? Am I still good, even if your pain never goes away? And the answer is yes, he is still good. And there's meaning in suffering, whether it's physical or emotional or spiritual. There's meaning. Suffering is not meaningless. And I'm thankful I had to go through that. And I know there's going to be more suffering ahead um, in whatever way it is. But God is still good. And even if I was standing here and I was still in nerve pain, God would still be good. Because he is a good God, and he does stuff for us that we don't understand. And I still don't know why I had to take a year and a half, but it did. And that's okay, because I know I can stand here and say that God is good. Okay, yeah, so Rebecca's are representing now. Can I do this? No. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <With> my... <laughs> That's... Oh, yeah. 
smart. Hey, I'm back. How many words was that? <laughs> this is family. <laughs> and God put me in this family. Thanks for letting me in, family. Sometimes I'm quite dysfunctional, but hey, aren't we all? As a single woman, uh, you rely on God. Uh, at least hopefully you do. It's, it's who supports you, who loves you at night. When you're laying in bed by yourself, next to a schnauzer that eats broccoli, and you know what that makes. Mm. Um, but he's there, and I ask him to hold me every night. And he does. I can feel him. He saved me many times. And so have you. I can now comfortably run to him when the waters of despair are right here rather than running from him saying, I got this, just a sec, hold on, I have this, and failing. He has loved me through the death of my mother, becoming the parent to a parent, which is, will not be easy. It won't be easy. But it's honorable. It's amazingly honorable to serve person who brought you into this world I can't tell you how much it it means to me to know that I'm loved um, and it's so easy I think I used to make it so difficult uh, I wasn't good enough for God and when I realized I'm just a sinner <laughs> Well, I'm just a sinner, but he loves me. I want to publicly thank all of you, whether you know who I am or not, for just being and letting me know that Red Sea, it's here. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, and you're my family. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. to say but um, it's funny to me that uh, Rebecca's nerve pain is inextricably linked in my mind to um, my mass anxiety about finances and I, I don't know Royce probably remembers the one time he like said like what are you worried about and Rebecca said something about being in extreme pain and I said we're buying a house 
next week, and I'm terrified by it, and we're going to be bankrupt. I know it. Um, and, you know, it's a year later, and we're not bankrupt, so um, we're actually doing, I don't know, we're doing fine. So uh, I'm thankful to God for that. Um, I know that he's in control, and um, I'm thankful for all of you for listening to me gripe. Hello, everyone. Um, I first of all want to introduce myself. My name is Rebecca as well, and this is my son. <laughs> Miguel, he's kind of shy. We're actually both kind of shy, but <laughs> I'm not going to turn my head away, too, because that would be really weird. But um, <laughs> so, um, I just want to give a, a little bit of um, my story, tell a little bit of my story to you. I came here um, last September from Illinois. Um, I just packed my car one day and just decided I wanted to leave. I was in a, a abusive relationship with um, my son's father. And um, I don't know why I decided Portland. It was just something telling me to come here. I can't explain it. It was just something saying, go to Portland. So I came here and I didn't have anywhere to go. I didn't know anyone here. I didn't have any family here. Um, any friends, I didn't know a soul. I just came here and just just felt like everything was gonna be okay. And I was looking for places to stay and I found out about the Community of Hope and they had an opening for me because um, first there was nowhere to go. They, I was talking to a crisis line and they were telling me I was gonna have to sleep in a park with my son. and. I'd never been homeless before, so that was really scary for me. And um, thankfully, something opened up at the Community of Hope, and I was able to come and stay here. And I want to thank everyone here for um, your for allowing um, the Community of Hope to exist here. That was our home for four months here. And um, when I first started coming to the church, it was to get away from my housemates a little bit. <laughs> when you live with people, for, they do start to annoy you for a little bit, you know, if you're not used to living in a situation like that. And, but after a while, you know, I'm not there anymore, and I'm still here. So I think um, me being here is a big testament to God working in my life because it's been a long time that I had been in a church, and um, I just really haven't had good experience with churches. I always felt like an outsider and never accepted and I just kind of told myself I was going to stay away from it but um, here I've felt welcome. We've had a lot of you come up to me and talk to me and that's meant a lot to me and um, thanks for helping making me and my son feel welcome here and um, we're so happy for this organization. I don't know what I would have done if it wasn't for the community of hope and um, I'm just really thankful to have had um, such a great experience being here and be able to start out my life in Portland here in such a great place. And uh, thank you very much.
I'm just going to give thanks to uh, God for uh, finally giving me the strength and the power to uh, defeat pornography. And, uh, you know, (laughs) so I just want to give the guys some encouragement through that, you know, since ever since I was little, uh, it's been a problem. And here I'm 37 years old that I finally have a, I believe I have a grip on it and that's through the power of Christ. So I just want to tell you that it may take time. It may take years, but don't ever give up because he's never gave up on us. So Thank you all for for sharing. Um, I think we really could go on and on, and we should go on and on. Uh, We will do this again. This is a theme for the year of 2015, to celebrate, learn how to celebrate in various ways. One of them is telling our stories both here and home communities. Let me pray, and then we have a few directions, and we're going to move on. So, Lord, I just want to thank you for who you are. You are an awesome God. You are majestic in holiness, awesome in glory, a worker of wonders. And we have heard testimonies and and celebrations and stories today and acknowledgments of thanks to you of your working wonders in our lives. Some of them dramatically life-altering and some of them very subtle, but there are no less reasons to celebrate your generosity to us, especially through Christ. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. We acknowledge your goodness and generosity to us. I do pray for us as a people, as individuals, as, as families, as, as a church family, that we would become very good at celebrating, at giving thanks, at rejoicing in your generosity to us. I also pray, Lord, that we would have our eyes opened throughout our busyness, the whirlwind of our lives, so that we can be attentive to your working and that we can even pause for moments of celebration and, and in home community celebrate, but being attentive to your continual and ongoing working in our lives. We just give you the thanks, we give you the glory, and it's in your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message from Red Sea Church. If you would like more information about Red Sea, including more audio messages, please go to our website at www.redseachurch.org. If you would like to contact Red Sea, you can email us at info at redseachurch.org.